Hi everyone, this is Wesley Town. Thanks for joining me today. Welcome to Better Days Season 2. I get so many questions about how to talk to people who are suffering. You may be thinking, I'm not an expert. It can be really intimidating. Or you may be thinking, I have no idea what to say. It can feel really awkward at times. Yet, it's actually simple. We overcomplicate loving people. Here's a little bit about my journey and background in learning how to talk to people who are suffering. As Kara, my wife, suffered from multiple medical conditions, I had no idea how to conversate in a helpful way. I'd never heard a teaching around this. I'd never sat down and been instructed on how to talk to someone who was suffering. The one thing I had heard, which is one of the greatest principles, is that when somebody is suffering, be present. But when you're with someone, like a marriage relationship, or really close to someone who is suffering, you spend a lot of time with that person, and you are in close proximity to that person. So in light of that, it's important to have some wisdom for conversation around suffering. And just to be real and honest, I have failed. I have made many mistakes. I have learned along the way. I have grown, and I'm still learning and growing. But here's some things that I have learned along the way. I would love to offer you six words to help guide you in talking with people who are suffering. Number one, here's the first word, ask. Ask. Simply say to someone, how are you doing today? How do you feel? But don't pepper a person with questions. If you shoot off one question after the other, you overwhelm someone who's suffering with questions, that's only going to make their situation worse. They're going to be intensified with that overwhelming feeling. So just connect with them, a simple question, allowing them to open up. Don't give people your philosophies or theological constructs about suffering. They don't need that. Just engage Engage with a simple question to allow them to open up as much as they want. So you you be present and you listen to them. Talking is healing. So for a person to be able to express themselves, communicate what they're going through, in a way that's healing. So allow them to share and talk at their pace and with what they want to share at that given time that you ask that question. It's amazing that God has given us communication because communication is so powerful, but it also can be a source of healing and help for the soul. What's deep inside the pain, the suffering that we're feeling, it's, it, it needs to be expressed somehow, some way. It can't just remain in you. It can't just be stuffed deep down in us because if we allow something to be stuffed for too long, It will overflow out of us in negative ways. So talking is healing. Second, listen. Ask, listen. Listen to how they describe what they are going through. Listening is actually the most powerful form of communication. And most of us need more practice in listening. So this will be great practice. Allow them to share at their own pace, in their own way, be present, and and just listen. There's an amazing verse in James chapter 1, verse 19 that says, Be slow to speak 
and quick to listen. There's so much wisdom and truth that is relevant to communicating with people who are suffering. When we uh, are engaged with them, when we are in close proximity with them, listen to what they are going through and what they are experiencing. Third, understand. So ask, listen, understand. Understand what they are going through from their perspective. What they are going through from their perspective is valuable. In fact, it's the most valuable thing that you want to listen to. We are programmed in our society to understand things from our perspective only. So when someone is talking and communicating, we're often thinking about what our perspective is. But don't do that. Just listen to them. A person who is suffering needs understanding from their context and their pain. And you'll actually learn a lot about what they're going through, what they're feeling, what they're experiencing, if you listen and you begin to understand their pain and their context. The fourth word, learn. Ask, listen, understand, learn. Learn from what they are sharing and work at not repeating patterns that make them feel misunderstood. You may not be an expert, but you can learn. You may not be a professional, but you can learn. You may not be perfect, and certainly I am, and we will all fail, but you can grow at learning from what they're sharing and working at not repeating patterns that make them feel misunderstood. It is a beautiful thing for someone in pain to feel understood. I think of Job in the Old Testament. Job was this amazing man, loved God, loved his family, loved his community, loved all of his employees. And in a series of tragic events, he lost everything. And the majority of the book is his interactions with friends who came to console him, but they did a terrible job. In chapter three, he begins to express his depression, his despair, his desire not to live. And for the rest of the book, his friends judge him. They didn't listen to his pain. They didn't learn. They didn't understand. And he engages with them back and forth, and they never learned. They kept repeating the patterns that made him feel misunderstood instead of just sitting with Job and saying, Job, I'm beginning to understand what you're going through. I'm beginning to learn about your experience, and I am so sorry. That, that's a beautiful thing when someone can say that. The fifth word is, well, it's actually two words, don't compare. So ask, listen, understand, learn, and don't compare. What do, I, what do I mean by this? I mean this, avoid comparing another person's suffering with the person suffering in front of you. So sometimes when somebody is suffering and there's some sort of connection or similarity, we'll say, well, my cat had this or my dog died or, you know, my grandma had cancer at 99 years old. And so we, we compare things, but when we compare, what we're doing is deflecting and diverting attention away from that person's pain. Comparisons are mostly unhelpful. It makes a person feel devalued and it makes a person feel like you are diverting attention to yourself or your situation instead of focusing on them the person in front of you that is suffering. It is a delicate thing because the comparisons are often unrelatable. 
if you have gone through the exact same thing, you know that talking about yourself and what you went through may be helpful at some point. There's where wisdom comes into play. But the most important thing is to do is to focus on the person in front of you. Not comparing, not making comparisons, but listening and learning and understanding and not comparing. And there may be a point, if you've went through the exact same thing, there may be a point where you can bring encouragement, you can bring help, but you've got to listen to that person first and learn and understand and, and don't compare right away. It's, it's just not helpful. Sixth, so, so far, ask, listen, understand, learn, don't compare. And then finally, number six, love. Love that person in all of their pain, all of their suffering, all of their discouragement, all of their messiness. Love the person in front of you who is suffering. Love is the most powerful and healing reality we have on earth. It is the most powerful and healing reality we have in relationships. So as you're engaging in communicating with that person, let that person know that you love them. Let that person know that you love them by listening, understanding, learning, not comparing. But let that person know that you love them by your faithfulness to them, by your commitment to them in their suffering, and let them know by your words. Tell them every time you're around them, at least one time, say, I love you. I'm so sorry for what you're going through. I'm here for you. Let that person know that you are engaged and care about them and tell them you love them. I hope these are helpful. I'll say them one more time. Ask, listen, understand, learn, don't compare, and love. And one last encouragement. You're never going to do this flawlessly and perfectly. If you're in a close proximity to somebody who's suffering, you're going to make mistakes. You might compare, but learn from that. You might fail to understand from their perspective, but learn from that. You might not listen very well. Practice listening well. You might not ask simple questions. You might ask them too many questions and overwhelm them. Learn to ask a simple question, to draw them out, allow them to speak at their pace and with what they feel like they want to open up about at that time. So you're not going to get perfect. You're not going to be perfect, pardon me, but you can definitely learn and grow in engaging with people who are suffering. Have grace on yourself. Don't condemn yourself. Don't get discouraged and give up. Keep growing. Keep learning. Keep uh, experiencing, relating to people, communicating with people who are suffering, and you'll feel comfortable. And you'll help people and you'll be an encouragement in their life and you'll be a source of uh, vulnerability and openness to somebody who's suffering and in pain, which is so important and valuable. I love all of you so much and I'm glad I get to be on this journey with you. I hope all of these podcasts are helpful. There are better days ahead. That's a wrap for today. Thanks again for joining me. This is a new podcast, and I would love for your help to spread the word to bring hope for better days to as many people as possible. You can send a link to your family and friends, post something on your social media, and write a review on iTunes. 
Thanks for your support. I can't wait to join with you next Tuesday for another episode of Better Days. 